0: Take a moment to just sit and thinking, have you made a big enough vision? Have you got a mission that you're heading towards? Is the results big enough that you're aiming for? Is the outcome of what you're working on now heading you towards that bigger purpose?
1: Now is the time. You're invited to join us, a movement of leaders who are willing to step into a new approach to leadership across the global landscape. This is as simple as humanity being just you and I, and stakeholders being the value you place on each decision to add or take away from humanity going forward. Hold a minute, stay with us. We know people like you want to play at a different scale, and these conversations help create the opportunity for you to take us up a notch, or two, or a whole lot more. With a curiosity, let's dig deeper, behind the scenes to see the why, the what, the where, the who. And the when from other smart humans who make smart decisions and innovate smart, sustainable solutions to narrow the gap from problem to solution. Learn in today's conversation how you can begin to do this. Come join us.
0: Well, here we are another day, another hour, another global human intelligence podcast. Oh my goodness. I am excited to have a conversation with you. There's just been so much going on and yes, I'm still traveling. So we're making do with turning off the air con so it's at least quiet in the hotel room, going to a corner where hopefully we can't hear the doors knocking or the elevator clicking in the background and, you know, doing our best. It's interesting, isn't it, Or how we can find ourselves in these environments that are not always the most ideal environment yet they are we make the best and we do the best in what we have I don't know about you but I am in the most busiest season and about to even just keep stepping that season up and I've been thinking a lot about this because I believe preparation and busy seasons are is really important. What do you do when you've got a busy season ahead of you? Are you just like winging it, you know, going off the seat of your pants and just hoping you'll have what you need during those times? I I don't know about you, but I know from a fact in my world that one of the things that has helped me to keep stress at a bay, like just know that I will do anything and everything to eliminate stress Okay, so here's a little story of what I just did the other day. Just to give you a total, total insight to what I mean, I will eliminate as much stress as possible. Busy season, as I said, and I'm actually here in New York City at the time of this recording. And the funny thing was, I was like, I've got this big interview, actually with NASDAQ on Friday in, in New York city and I needed to make sure I had the right outfit to, to wear. And you've got to remember I've been traveling in Europe, so less outfits, more, you know, swimmers or bikinis or whatever you want and sarongs, right? So just a little different to maybe what you need to wear in the studio in NASDAQ. But if you looked at my schedule and you looked at my to-do list you would realize that even taking time out to shop was time I didn't want to have to sacrifice in my schedule. Here's the other thing that I really realized as well is this, that, you know, shopping and particularly shopping when I've got things on my brain that I'd rather be doing with my time and in a city where I really don't know what's going on is stressful. Yeah especially for me as an introvert, you've got to understand, I do not necessarily love going into the unknown with lots of humans and this thing we call a virus going around as well doesn't help. So I thought about it and I was like, you know what? I know there's one shop here that I really love. I'm going to check it online. I ordered my outfit off that, got it delivered to my hotel door Didn't have to leave the room and it was the best when it arrived yesterday and I got to try it on and go perfect, great, now let's get on with what I need to do. What is it that you need to do in this season to make stress less an issue? Take away the chaos or the overwhelm so that it lightens up your load so that you can do this busy Season well. One of the other things that I really, you know, in preparation, need to really focus on is my physical. If I'm in pain because of the conditions that have, you know, sort of haunted my body at times, and if I'm over exercising or over, you know, basically working too many hours, I need to think how can I make sure that I have the capacity, the energy, and really just the strength to be able to face whatever I need to in the season that I'm in. And this is really important because I know when I'm tired, when I'm not sleeping enough, when I'm worried about other things, my capacity goes way down. Like If we had a scale from one to 10, I would say I'd be around the one or two. Where would you be if you were feeling tired, if you didn't get enough sleep, if you weren't eating properly, you weren't exercising, any of that? What would you scale your productivity, your growth during that time? (laughs) You know what? On the growth side of it, it can be often bad growth. In other words, put on weight, feel sluggish, really just be dragging yourself around. And then you're sort of eating the wrong foods. You're not exercising because you're so tired and sore. There's just not enough time to do anything. I hear a lot of excuses rolling in when it doesn't become a priority. So over the next little while, exercising every single day is such a priority for me and making sure that i'm eating well so even though i don't have a kitchen i'm eating i have just pretty much eating in fact since i've been here on the ground in new york city all i've eaten outside of my hotel room is breakfast and that's because they can cook some meat up they can cook some eggs up and that's it i don't need anything else and in the meantime I'm eating things from a supermarket and eating really healthy lunch and dinner. Why is that a priority? Because I know my season ahead of me is such a huge season and I need to be the top of my game for me to do it well. What do you need to do? Do you even know what you need in this season? Have you thought about it? Have you taken that moment to even consider what is it you need? The other thing I'm I'm doing a lot of right now, and I talk a lot on this podcast around exercising the muscle of human intelligence. Part of that is on the velocity pathway is being a powerhouse, and that is having your mind, your spirit, and I know woo, there's a woo-woo moment for you. It's not. I believe that what you focus in on will help whether or not the journey ahead is easier harder tougher frustrating overwhelmed stressed you name it it can be so many different things and i know when i put my faith not into what i have cuz i have so many weaknesses we talk about this on the podcast a lot of a lot of my weaknesses i share them because not cuz i want you to feel sorry not because i want you to uh see and bear all my weaknesses, but because I want you to learn how I navigate those weaknesses to make them strengths to be able to do what I need to do. And I hope that at some stage, any of my learnings could be your learnings too. And part of that is I have a body that is not getting younger every day and has struggled with conditions over the last, oh, almost 15 years where I ended up in that wheelchair. And I have had to really navigate a tough time. So I know the importance of daily habits of what I'm putting in, what I'm focusing in on, because I can tell you, when things are going really bad around me, if I focus in on that, you know that scale we talked of 1 to 10? I'm down a 1, I'm down a 2 my thinking, where my brain is. So I love the fact that I know I have a bigger purpose outside of me. And that is part of why I was born and why I believe I'm even here on earth. What's yours? What would that look like for you if it wasn't all about you? And I joke a lot about that with particularly some people in my world and actually someone very close in my world. And I actually don't think it's a joke. I think it's really real because I see the pain, I see the detriment when all your focus is just on you. I know you are important. I talk about that, individual, collective, global, right? It's part of the pathway forward. But if all you focus in on the individual then you'll never get to the collective and you'll definitely not be able to change what is happening on the global space. So although you're important and you have to be priority, you have to think beyond your walls. So if I was in physical peak performance level, what would I be able to achieve? What would I be able to do? Who would I be able to serve? How could I do my bigger purpose in life? Anyway, Those are some of the things, and this is just the intro. So I'm on fire today, and I hope that some of these questions you're starting to even ask yourself and get a little more curious. You know, that famous question that I get asked when I ask questions on social media, oh, why are you asking this question? I get frustrated when people ask me that question, and here's why. Because I think it's less about why you should ask why I'm asking that question, and ask, when I ask that question, what does that bring up in you? What is your thinking when you hear that? How does that sort of prick some of your curiosity or your need? Or sometimes when I start getting defensive in my brain, when I hear a question, I go, why am I feeling defensive around that? Why is that making me feel frustrated, angry, hurt? And I have to go back to, well, why is that? And maybe I need to ask that question. And it's less about me asking a question because I want to know what that reply is and more about here are some questions I keep asking myself. What if you ask that? And how would that change what you're doing or who you are? All right. I know, deep, straight into it. Remember, I'm spending a lot of time in my head right now. I'm writing a book right now as well. And you are part of my conversation that I get to have today. So breathe. Have you got your water? Have you got your coffee? Have you got your glass of whatever? Let's dive deep. So anyone that listened to the last podcast that the Global Human Podcast, uh, Intelligence Podcast put out, you will know that we had Sha Moore on there. Look, here's an amazing woman in Australia who was, you know, has come from an immigrant sort of background. And I say that because often when you have something that is different, that you don't come from or you don't look like everyone else, as we've spoken about many times on this podcast, it can mean that you start at a different starting point to other people and the journey ahead can often be harder. And what I love about Sharmu is that she has kept true to her vision, kept true to her dream. And even when others around her have not necessarily been on the same page or she's felt, you know, like that they don't think quite the same as what she is thinking. She has kept true to it. So I loved our conversation and I love the fact that, you know, she's working very much in empowering and building a woman to be able to do what they're meant to do. And in the case of what she's doing – She's really leading in role modeling what they can look like. I remember having conversations with her years ago around some of her dreams and her thinking. And it was funny because I'd hear it and I'd go, oh, I so hear you. Oh, that's part of what I want to be doing. And oh, oh, I hope she gets to do it. Oh, I can't wait to see how she does it. Oh, maybe if she does it, I don't need to do it. And I remember thinking those thoughts, and one, I think it's really important that you support each other on the journey, and particularly women, I've said that a lot. So I'm actually really excited as I watch her unfold, she's got this amazing live show she puts on, and uh, magazines, and books, and just beautifully connecting with amazing women doing Really very cool things. So I love it and I love it as a friend and a colleague, I get to support her. I also love, you know, that she's doing some things that maybe I'm not at at the moment or that I've done or that I know is part of my journey, but maybe the season isn't right now. And I love watching how she's doing it. And I love seeing her learnings on the way and how she's doing it and going, oh, I would do it that way. No. oh, I'm glad she's doing it that way, but I wouldn't do it that way. So, oh, that's good. When I'm at that point, I don't want to be doing that. So it's, it's not just about what is she doing, how is she doing it, but also going, what are the learnings I'm learning from what she's doing And what will I take on mine and what will I leave behind? I think that's the amazing thing that we get when you have people around you role modeling what you want in the pathway forward. And not to see it as a threat, not to see it as oh a jealousy thing or, oh, what is she doing? Or because I think often it's really easy to do that because we don't understand Again, going back to the fact that I think, you know, and she talked about this around, you know, people not understanding exactly what she was doing or how she does it and yet she's determined to do it. And I think one of the strong things that came out is that often and is that you can have a message but in her case she's got a mission. And it's funny, I've had a lot of conversations around this lately about vision. It is one of the fundamentals that I believe in. What is the vision, the result, the outcome? If nothing else happened, what is the solution you want to see? Don't tell me how you want to get there yet, but just tell me, what does that need to look like? What are we even playing with? Let's dream. Let's think about that. And what she's clear about is not just her message, but her mission where she wants to head, what that needs to look like, who she needs to take on that journey with her, and why that is so important. What is your vision? What are you thinking? And it might be about your next initiative. It might be about the next company you're setting up. It might be about the one that you're doing right now. It could be in, you know, your legacy piece of the bigger mission, the bigger vision to what you want to do. It could be just your next level of what that evolution could look like. I think, and this is going to probably lose me, friends, because honestly, I have this in quite a few of my world. I have those that sit on one side, that believe vision is so important, setting goals working towards and then I have the other side of my people who go you don't need a vision you just need to get going you just need to know that next one thing that you're working on yes I agree you do need to know that next one thing but how do I know if that next one thing is taking me towards or away from the bigger reason to why I exist you heard me How do I know if I don't have a bigger vision, if I don't have a bigger direction for where I want to head, if I'm not aiming towards that, then how do I know I'm aiming towards the right way? How do I know that when the going gets tough and I'm struggling to keep getting up every day and doing the hard that I'm faced with, that it's worth it? If I don't know the bigger vision, if I don't know the bigger mission or purpose to why I'm doing it harder today than I was doing it yesterday, or if you're in a busy season like I am, which is what we started this whole conversation around, why is that busy season even worth it if all I'm working towards is my next step, and I don't understand that because I don't think like that. So I'm really interested to hear your thoughts around it. And I'm interested to hear why on the big conversation around New Year's Day, when many are now saying, don't set goals. Don't set the New Year's resolution. Because by the way, most people don't do it. And you're right, most people don't do it. But does this make it right or wrong for you to decide whether or not you make goals? Okay, again, I'm probably going to lose some friends around this conversation. And I'm okay that if you disagree with this, but I look at data, I look at results, and I look at the response of, of a decision we make, the effect of that, dis, you know, return on literally the decision you make. And I can tell you, I have seen when people have not set a vision or only have a vision for that next step. It, and I'm talking in the business world, particularly right now. I've got a great example in my head around it that when You don't set a bigger vision. Do you know what it does? Not only does it not give you the pathway and a, like, a pathway for you to be able to make really clear decisions around and have certainty around the decisions you make, it means that those that are around you, your team, your leadership, the leadership you're in, the team and the members and clients and customers, Have no idea where you're heading. They can't see yourself or, sorry, they can't see them on that journey with you. And they definitely don't know where they are right now, let alone where they want to be going. And many will not stick around because they can't see the advantage of coming on a journey with you. On that alone and that side of it, I don't understand the concept of not setting a vision, let alone setting those goals that actually are able to get you from problem to solution. And in my case, what I do in my world and with my clients, I absolutely, number one, want you to dream what. That mission, vision, direction, result, initiative, outcome, whatever words you put to that needs to look like. If nothing was stopping you, what could you do? Who would that be with? Why would you do that? And I've done a podcast earlier and I would focus in on just this piece alone. Make sure you go back to one of the earlier podcasts because I have a conversation around this. So I don't understand when people say, oh, I don't have a vision. I don't set goals. Here's the thing I don't do. I don't set goals either, but I do set shifts. And I talk about shifts a lot. For me, a shift is what would shift that dial to take me from problem to solution. I'm a visual person and I'm like really noticed as I've got more and more things on my plate, busier and busier seasons, the visual becomes even more important so that I remember not necessarily all the details, I know where I need to go to find those details, but that I remember the shift that I need. And I know that that shift is gonna help us shift the dial to where we want to be, the outcome we want to achieve, and the results that we want to bring to the table. And I know that every shift that I'm doing is helping to shift that dial closer, faster, more effectively, and helping us to scale capacity to do the journey, not just surviving, but thriving, right? So, you know, when we talked with Shah, that became really important, was not just the message, not just knowing where you want to head or, you know, having the nice words, but being able to actually have a mission and be really focused. You know, anyone that knows in my world right now, we're in pre-launch season for the 1% movement, meaning that my belief is if I could just get a whole lot of amazing humans willing to do their 1%, whatever that needs to look like. In other words, whatever's in your hand that you can do, that you want to do, that you're called to do, that you just go, this is my mission. And in my case, it's a billion names on the wall of humanity, committed, awesome humans, committed to doing their 1%. That is predicted to be around 10% of the population. I believe if the 10% of the population by 2052 were willing and committed to their 1%, that we would actually shift what we're seeing across the globe from problem and narrow that from problem to solution. I'm not saying it's going to fix it because – Oh my goodness, unless the whole world are willing to add value to the world going forward and not take away, then we are always going to have problems across the globe. It's just a reality. All right. But what I don't want to leave behind for the generations to come is that gap widening between problem and solution. I want to know that I'm doing anything and everything to help narrow that gap. And that's what the 1% movement's all about, Right. And then being able to help and support and collaborate with others who are willing to do their 1%. And for me, be able to not just role model it myself, but then partner with others that are role modeling it too and doing amazing things. So, you know, it's it's a big vision. But I can tell you, because I'm really clear on that mission, that vision, that outcome, the result, the thing that I'm aiming towards, I can now share that with others. I can now help others to understand what that pathway is. And you can decide
2: also and be very clear whether you want to come on that journey with us or not. A slight disruption to the conversation. I have a question for you. Are you even a little curious to see how you can use your platform to change the conversation? To maybe design solution pathways where you have certainty and afford forward movement? Or truly, do you want to increase your economic and cultural impact? Or some human, if you want to lead, to pioneer a new approach, to role model what is possible and to leave sustainable footprints for the generations to come then i would love for you to reach out to me and the team to see if we're the right fit to make this a reality for you and if we're not no hard feelings as i know many awesome humans who may be the right one okay i've included three ways in the show notes where you can begin a pathway with us on a journey to your next level one a strategy analysis two The next growth incubator cycle three, a potential investment partnership. As founder and CEO of Decision Velocity Global, I'm all about building a sustainable, scalable growth ecosystem where humanity, like you, are stakeholders to design cutting-edge solution pathways and to narrow the gap from problem to solution. I want you to come on this journey with me and others and not to be left behind. There is a seat at the table for you. Okay, let's get back to the conversation.
0: By the way, if you want to, go to jointhe one com and put your name up on the wall of humanity. You know, in the the wall of humanity came to me when I thought about celebrities and... I realized the walk of fame, you know, in, in uh, L.A., right, where they've got on the pathway stars and then stars names, celebrity names. And I thought, what if we could have that up on a wall somewhere on, in, you know, what do you call it, in the internet somewhere? And we, we were really proud every time we went to it to go and see who else is a 1%. Who else is doing their 1%? And really start looking and learning and then seeing who we could collaborate. And I thought, what if I could do that? What if we could create like a wall of humanity? And that's what we're doing. So uh, it's a vision, it's a concept. And, you know, that everything that I do everything that we build in my company decision velocity global any initiatives we have to know that that's going to help us shift that dial closer to that number to that being not just a dream not just a vision just a concept an idea but to reality what does that need to look like for you and have you been hesitating to set that vision because you know you've you've sort of fallen into what a lot of people are believing is a truth, that you don't need to set goals. You don't need to set a vision. You don't need to. And and how's that working for you if you are listening to that? Because going back to that example in, in business where it affects not just you and the way that you lead, not just your team and the way the team get to lead or not lead, because they don't understand, because they're not sure what the vision is, they're not sure what that mission is, they're not sure where you're going with this, let alone what they need to do. Here's the thing that beyond all of that, and I can speak from my, my, what I'm seeing, what I know is truth in my world. I can tell you I am able to make faster decisions, more effective decisions, decisions with certainty because I know what are my yeses and what are my no's. I know where I'm going, what I'm not going. And because of that, I'm able to create pathways that can really give me effortless flow. I'm seeing it more and more as I trust how I'm building out these ecosystems and not just know it, but I build it and then I live it. And I don't know about you, if you're not setting goals, if you're not setting a vision, if you don't know where you're going and let alone others know what you're doing, how's that working for you? How's your effortless flow in what you do every day? What's your stress levels like? Are you feeling overwhelmed? I'm, I, whenever I talk about overwhelm, I always think of marketing and I, I start thinking, oh, I'm starting to feel like an ad. Are you feeling overwhelmed? Are you spending too much time doing the things you don't want to do? who oh are you getting those ideal clients (laughs) but here's the reality I think we need to ask those questions because if it's not if it's serving you and you're just doing the next one thing kudos to you I don't know how that flows I don't know how that works for you I don't get it and I'm not even going to try and pretend I do If you're one of those other people that you know that it's not working for you, then let's get you on that path so that you can know with certainty with every decision. And by the way, that doesn't mean that I don't make wrong decisions because sometimes I only make decisions based on what data I have at that moment. And sometimes I don't have the other variables. Sometimes I don't have all the data I need but I make the best decision I know with what I do have. And I can tell you that as I get more data, I can go, is this helping us move that dial? Is this shifting us towards or away from? And I don't know. If you're not doing that, can you rely and make decisions with certainty? Yeah, it's an interesting thing. So, yeah. I do believe vision is so important and the more and more I realize that it's a starting point to even know what that vision can look like. It gives you direction, it gives means that every time you make a shift, you know you're moving towards or away from. And I don't know about you, I've got enough overwhelm, I've got enough stress going on, I've got enough busyness that I want to always know that the shifts I'm making are shifts towards. All right. Here's the thing that I think comes from that as well is that when you're able to do that, when you're able to set a real intention on the result that you want, it means, one, you've got a foundation that's strong, a foundation that will do it no matter what hits you, no matter what season you are facing right now. Two, I think that uh, it means that, It feeds everything else. So what I mean by that is, one, is the foundation it gives you. Two, it feeds what else you're going to do or not do. It goes back to the non-negotiables or negotiables. Is this going to help us shift it forward? It also feeds, and something that is really important is it feeds what you do next, but also you know how to feed it. Oh, what do I mean by that? Come on. You know, if you're wanting to be healthy, if you're wanting to uh, change it up and be able to be a peak performance level physically, eating chocolate, going to chocolate factories, watching ads all the time around junk food, being in places where it's not healthy environments, is not going to feed that vision, that dream, that mission. So feed on what is going to grow it. When you know with certainty where you're heading, you start feeling yourself. Going back to what I was talking about with Shaha earlier, that when she's role modeling something that might be ahead of where you're at right now, it gives you things to feed the dream and go, if she can do it, I can do it. If the person down the road is willing to do and to put in the hard work, even though they don't have maybe the physical or they don't have the mental capacity, but they're doing it no matter what, and look what they're doing. It feeds the fat that every day, and I've said this a lot, and I will always say it, is that my son, who has special needs and wasn't even meant to survive birth, let alone live in the way that he does, is one of my biggest heroes in life. Why? Because I figure if he can get up every day and not complain and with a smile on his face, what have I got to complain? What have I got to worry about? Why can I not do that? And it inspires, motivates, and moves me towards feed the dream, the vision. So have a foundation that's strong, then feed it, and three, speak about it. I know that when I've spoken out to the world, and at first, by the way, it can be to my closest friends or to those that are in my world, in the business world. When I speak it, oh, it's awkward sometimes because I hear myself and I go, do I really believe that? I remember those moments. And then I got to a stage where I don't really care if I don't believe it yet. I know it's what I'm called to do. Oh, that got to me. So that has been a huge evolution. Seriously. So now, even when I say things, And I know with certainty that I'm meant to do that. I don't know how it's all going to work out. I seriously got no idea. Even going back to the 1% movement, I can tell you, I knew this was part of what I was meant to do. I thought it was going to be much later. I thought I was to do some of the other things that are part of the ecosystem first and realized as I was starting to go down that pathway that actually the 1% movement was the thing that I needed to build as a bigger front-end thing so people could come on something that everyone could relate on. And that was awfully frightening, especially because I had only just got from, oh, I'm really good at being the secret source behind great leaders across the globe, and I'm really good at doing that and feeling comfortable with that, to, oh, now I have to lead a movement? Oh, you mean I can't just hide behind the walls of my beautiful home in Queensland? Oh, you mean I need to go out and talk to strangers? I need to sell this vision so that others will come on that journey with me?
2: Oh, oh,
0: and that was... Hideous for an introvert, for someone who had felt pretty burnt out with thinking really differently and being pushed aside by it. I tell you now though, it is the best thing knowing with certainty that I'm on this pathway. Why? Because I know where I'm going, I know what that needs to look like. And I'm okay if you don't want to come on that journey and I'm okay if you don't want to share that journey with me and that I think it's, honestly, I think that's a bad decision but I'm okay if you choose not to because I just know that the right people are going to be coming. I know that I'm doing what I'm meant to do in life and I know that I'm different to others around me and now I'm really good at that. I'm really okay with it. And I know that sometimes I will say things that'll get people off. You know, maybe that's been even on this podcast today. And I'm okay with that because it's a right, it's a truth for me. And I'm believing it and I'm walking in it. And that is gives me certainty and a pathway that can often be really uncertain. And it gives me hope that there is a better future, not just for me, but for us as the collective. And then, you know, when I look at the global landscape economically, when I look at it environmentally, when I look at it socially, and I go, there is hope, right? So when I speak it, I start bringing my thoughts out into the world. And what that does is someone might catch on to something and go, you need to speak to this person. Or as I start speaking it, I believe it more. And because of that, I start looking to how I could make that a reality. And when I start speaking it, others will start seeing you in that light. One of the things I've had to learn, and I really did have to learn this, was as long as I saw myself as a victim, as long as I saw myself as it was other people's fault that things were happening to me, as long as I saw myself as never being worthy, never amounting, amounting yes, to anything, not being you know, well-spoken enough, of a class enough, of a race enough, I don't know, you name it, I felt it. As long as I stayed in that as my old story, then my results never changed. And those things were my reality. I had to see it first, get a foundation so strong and start building on that. And then I needed to keep feeding it, even to this day. I'm always listening constantly to people that are doing amazing things so that it feeds how it's possible for me to do what I'm called to do. And then I'm also always looking at ways people are doing things more effectively. Why? So I can do it more effectively, not have to do all the mistakes, not have to learn the hard way. I'm so loving learning and being taught new things. I have amazing people I met yesterday for two hours online talking through some thoughts on how to, you know, do more investments in a more effective way and keep it really simple. Why? Why? because I don't want to do it difficult. I don't want to make my life more complex. I don't want to get more overwhelmed into it. I want to be able to help as many as I can. And to do that, I need to do it more effectively so I can be greater in in my productivity and the growth that I can bring and the wisdom of when I advise and strategize with people. All right? How do I do that? I learn more. I keep evolving. Are you evolving? Are you willing to learn? Are you willing to realize that there's ways that you could maybe do it a bit different and more effectively? Anyway, speak it. Speak it's really important. Yeah? I don't know what season you're doing right now, I don't know what season you're facing. And if it's a tricky one, if it's a challenging one, then make sure you're surrounding yourself with people that can help you to carry your vision, your mission, or to give you an easier load. Leverage out people in your world. I've had to make sure I've got some real tight inner circle so that I can leverage out. Or for me, sometimes... It's around just verbalizing my dream and someone understanding, even though they don't know how it's all going to happen and they're like, oh, she's off on her tangent, but that there's someone else out there that is just encouraging when I've got those wins because sometimes the wins on the outside world, oh, you call that a win, Carrie marie Yeah, I do. And I need to know that I made a win and I need to share that with someone. And those people that are tight in that inner circle, they get those wins. Oh, but they also get those moments when you don't want to get out of bed because it's just so hard. It's so hard. And you don't want to have to reach out to another person and get rejected again. Or you don't want to have to get in front of that group and speak Because all you want to do is sit and watch a series on Netflix. I get it. We all have those moments. Unless maybe you're superhuman and you don't. Oh, I'd love to hear how that happens. Like seriously, if you've got some tips on that, if you've got some learnings on that, because you do that so well. Anyway. I think this has been helpful. I think sometimes when you go through those challenges, you've got to dig deeper. And so you want those foundations to be even stronger. You've got to not give up. So you've got to feed it. You've got to stay motivated, even when it's unmotivating. You know those tough times, those challenges, those conversations, those awkward partnerships you might need to be working through and navigating? Yeah you got to make sure on the other side of it, you're feeding the vision. You're feeding the reason you have to go into that next meeting. The reason you have to go and talk to those people about changes in your organization that they're not going to like. you got to know with certainty that you're heading in the right direction. All right. We're going to finish up in a minute, but I want you to take a moment to just sit and thinking, have you made a big enough vision? Have you got a mission that you're heading towards? Is the results big enough that you're aiming for? Is the outcome of what you're working on now, heading you towards that bigger purpose. If it's not, that's okay. What I love about disruption and patterns is that what was a truth doesn't need to remain your truth from this moment on. You can disrupt that pattern. One of the things that we constantly go back to is you already have permission to dream. You already have permission to do your bigger vision, your purpose. You don't need approval of those around you or your friends or loved ones to agree with that. You need to give yourself permission first. And then you need to walk strong in it. I think one of the most inspiring things is when we see people walking strong in their truth. You know, it might go against the norm. It might not even be things that you agree on. But, boy, it's amazing when you see someone stand strong in their beliefs and work towards it and will not give up. If you didn't catch by the way my two podcasts that I did over the last little while the last two that I did on my own not with someone on the 10 leadership strategies that I learned from having children on the you know autistic spectrum I really encourage you to go listen to those those strategies have helped me and continue to help to execute the vision that I have and I cannot I cannot uh recommend them higher and so those two podcasts were so important all right we've dived deep we've thought about you know a few of the I just, I really wanted to push out on the vision again because it's just come up so many times in conversations over this, literally last week. And so, and I felt that was the interesting piece in in Shah, my conversation was that. And that was the message versus mission. Or what if you have a message that is your mission and how strong would that need to be? And I think the three things that, I do think are really helpful. I want you to think about is the foundation that you have, is it strong enough? Is it going to do the journey well? Do you need to make it stronger? What would you need to make that stronger? Number two is feed it. Feed that vision. Feed, find what will help you to stay in that environment that is feeding it so that you actually can do the work, can do whatever it needs to get there, speak it. We you've got to speak it. You've got to get it out there. You've got to start speaking pieces of it, if not the whole vision. By the way, if I had told you or myself, by the way, first, <laughs> even five years ago, that I would be doing what I do today. I knew pieces of it and I was starting to speak the pieces. But I think that's what has been the biggest struggle over the last three years for me is that I've had to learn to speak the bigger vision. I've known the pieces. I've shared pieces of it through the years. And it's confused people because they haven't had the bigger vision. But I needed that because I needed to be able to do a little piece of it at times and know that I could do that piece and then another piece and another piece until I was ready to really Dive deep into it and go, this is what it's about. This is where I'm going with it. And this is what I'm standing strong at. And so it's been at different phases. And I talk about that. And and actually, when I build out ecosystems, phases are really important an ecosystem, the bigger result, the bigger vision doesn't mean you have to do that overnight. Let's be clear on that. Let's just know that that's not what it's about, but you need to be clear. That's where you're heading. And what I love about phases, you can do phase one, phase two, phase three, right? I mean, we can have as many phases as you need. I just tend to do three to five phases and I like the three because it feels like there's not as many steps along the bigger pathway. And for some people, though, there's the real need to break it down into lots more. If you're one of those people that need to break down your, your touch points along your pathway, then that's okay because that might be more doable chunks. Don't worry how you have to do that, what that needs to look like, how long that needs to take. That's not anyone else's story. It's yours. Right? That's your timeline. That's what you need to work with. And I think what is awesome is that you know what you're willing to stand strong. And I think if I just go right back to leadership right now, if there were more leaders willing to stand strong in what they believed in and where they were taking people and how that was going to add value, we would be a stronger place. So I hope today, That our conversation helps you to make decisions based on what you're meant to be doing, not what society's trying to tell you. And that you make decisions based on certainty, knowing that it's not because of your system that you're in or the environment that you might find yourself in, but because that's what you're meant to be doing and that's your pathway. And I hope that today's conversation helps you realize that although you might have found yourself up to this point in your story, in your life, in where you are, uh, that you find yourself in conditionings and biases, that they don't need to remain your story and that they don't need to be your story from today onwards. That you can disrupt those patterns and you can actually be heading towards every shift that you're making towards what you're meant to be doing, who you're meant to show up every day as and why you're meant to be here and doing what you're doing. It's always such a joy and such a, I don't take it lightly to be able to have these conversations with you. I hope that today this gives you a little more hope to doing your journey well and you know make sure that you're already giving yourself permission to be you all right until next time big love
1: amazing droplets of wisdom for you from today's episode make sure you subscribe leave awesome ratings and reviews Our hope is that this product creates a new awareness, activates ownership to what is next, and a curiosity for the need to be a part of the change to make footsteps of sustainability from today onwards. If you want to further your journey with us, join us at our next global human intelligence forum or apply to our next leaders' movement parlay. Both links are in the show notes. We appreciate you. Help us to build a tribe and make humanity as stakeholders. To achieve this together, recommend this podcast to leaders, innovators, Pioneers, future thinkers, and movement changers. Big love. See you on the next Global Human Intelligence Podcast.